Hello, friends, and welcome to Wednesday Night Dinner. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Wednesday Night Dinner, a Catholic Terps podcast. I'm your host, William Pellegrino. And I'm your co-host, Sarah Hall. And welcome back, especially now that we're in this wonderful Easter season. So it's good to be with you all. And it's just us today. Uh, So it's, I don't know, I would say it's a good day right here, right now. (laughs) Yeah, it's great to have guests. It's great to just be the two of us. It's a good time. Amen. So I think we'll start off with the usual. Sarah, what's your high, low, and GMO for this week? All right. Getting the low out of the way as usual. Um, My low for this week it's just kind of one of those weeks where uh, a lot of things have been scheduled. The past, the past couple of weeks have just been very filled schedule-wise um, with just meetings and like study sessions and everything like that. It's just kind of that time of the year, and uh, I think my low is just kind of going through that. Um, I would say my high... Uh, We'll get into this a little bit more later, but I was able to go home for Easter. Um, And along with that, my um, middle sister, Rachel, two sisters, Rachel and Abby. Hey, guys, if you're listening. Um, (laughs) But my middle sister, Rachel, I um, she goes to Liberty University down in Virginia. And um, I guess the first high is that she was actually able to come home for Easter uh, because Liberty is a Christian school. They get off for Easter break. uh, So she came home Wednesday through uh, Monday. And so, yeah, it was just really, really nice to hang out with her. I haven't seen her since, like, midway through January. Oh, dang. And so, yeah, I've missed her a lot. Nice. And I guess the second high, this is more of just, like, a congratulations because I'm a major proud sister moment. Um, but she found out on Friday that she got in nursing school. And so, woohoo! I'm just, I'm really proud. She's been working really hard. And so that's just, like, really, really awesome. Um, yeah. Yeah. Incredible. Incredible. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like that's a long road right there. So I can definitely feel that like proud moment. Like, yeah. Even yeah. not being in that proud moment, I can feel the proud <laughs> moment. Yeah, she's she's doing great and is going to continue doing great. Um but yeah, and then that just going into my God moment, um, also related to Easter. Um on so I was able to go to all of the Tridwin masses here at the CSC. Um, but after the Good Friday Mass, um, my roommates and I, and then um, uh, two of our really close friends, um, were able to get together and we watched the Passion movie. And, Will, you were saying yeah, yeah. before this that you've seen it before. Y'all, if, if you who are listening, if you guys have ever seen it, you know exactly what I'm talking okay. about. It is a powerful, powerful movie. Um, and just like... I don't know. I had, I had personally never been to Good Friday Mass before. Um, and so, like, experiencing Good Friday Mass and, like, being able to, like, genuflect in front of the cross and then, like, literally leaving there, going and, like, watching that was just, like, just so cool. And it was, like, a really, really awesome, um, like, obviously really sad and, like, somber movie, but um, just, I don't know. It's like it's a highlight of Holy Week every year um, is to watch it just because of how powerful it is. Yeah, I recommend that for anyone who hasn't making that part of your Good Friday tradition. Like 
I don't think I can elaborate more on what Sarah said, but it is an absolute uh, brutal movie to say the least, but mm-hmm. it's powerful in that because mm-hmm. it's a visualization of what's happening. And so uh, yeah. I would say that if you haven't ever seen it before, I recommend that when next Good Friday rolls around yes. to at least watch it once. Yeah, it's on sure. Amazon Prime. F- found that out this right. year. Um, also, real quick, speaking of that movie, yeah. um, they're coming out with a second one. I've heard about th- I, I've had a conversation <laughs> with my parents because I'm like, what are they going to make? It's a- it's like, you know how the, like, okay. Okay, everyone who's listening to this right. probably knows the right. end of The Passion, so I'm not actually spoiling, right. spoiling anything. Um, but, like, how the movie ends um, with, like, the yeah. very beginning of the resurrection. Yeah. Um, so apparently, supposedly it'll start there. Okay. I have a feeling my, my theory, I don't know much about it, but my theory is it's going to be like the time between, um, like the resurrection and like when Jesus, um, ascended back into heaven. Sure. And so if that's the movie, dude, that'll be a pretty cool movie, dude, it'll be so good. Ah, but, but yeah, so I think that was my Hilo Gmo. What about you, Will? So I'll go through, let's start with my low. And this one, this has actually just happened recently. <laughs> uh, I, I have a couple. One of them is that in the same boat as Sarah, these past couple of weeks have been a lot of stuff going on. And so it's, thankfully, I th- think I finished up with all my oh, major good. school. We're like today. Nice. I think today was the last day that there's stuff that needs to be done. But the past couple of weeks have been stressful mm-hmm. and it's, I don't know. Every time that when stress starts going on for a long period of time, it just, I don't know, brings me lower and lower and lower, like as the stress continues. And so that's number one. Number two, uh, Father Conrad brought out like this plate of really delicious looking like (laughs) mini carrot cakes. And as all of you have been following my allergy story, I can't eat them. (laughs) And so like being there and watching Sarah eat one and me not being able to eat one, like... It's nothing against anyone, but it's the low <laughs> of my week because I realize, like, I don't know. There's just moments you, like, realize. I realize everything I can't eat, and that was just one of those moments. So that, like, in the moment, that in of itself is a low. <laughs> uh, as for my high moment, I was talking to Sarah about this earlier. Mm-hmm. But on I went home after Holy Thursday, got to go back down to good old Calvert <laughs> County. And so I drove with my sister to go get Chick-fil-A for our oh, family. Yes. And so my sister works at Chick-fil-A. And so she knows all the most random items that are on the menu. And so I go to Chick-fil-A and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to be that guy who goes to the drive through and makes oh, the most no. ridiculous order. So either to well. make someone's day or break <laughs> someone's day, it's going to be one of the two. So drive up there, this kid like comes to the window with the iPhone's like, hey, what can I get for you? So I start off with like something relatively simple, mm-hmm. eight ounce like container of Chick-fil-A sauce. That was the first <laughs> like, yeah, I n- never heard of someone ordering it. Apparently they're at grocery stores oh, now. I got a bottle of Chick-fil-A sauce in my Easter basket for my parents. Oh, Ooh. See, Ooh. Every, everything's coming together. <laughs> <laughs> and so... For a bar Chick-fil-A sauce, I was like, all right, yeah, sure, yeah. that makes sense. Or, like, what do you want next? I'm like, I want a singular gluten-free bun. <laughs> I don't want a sandwich. I just want the gluten-free bun. He looks at me, he's like, just the bun? Like, yeah, just the bun. He's like, sir, I can't give you just the bun. 
But what I'm going to do is make the entire sandwich free oh. <laughs> so I can get the bun. And I'm like, what sandwich <laughs> do you want? I'm like, uh, I'll just take the normal Chick-fil-A. I'm trying to like not make it a hassle for this guy. My sister also pointed out to me after this fact that the regular Chick-fil-A sandwich has breading on it, which would thus contain gluten. And therefore, it doesn't yeah. make any sense <laughs> to get it. But I don't think that he knows. I didn't notice. Or, But anyway, yeah. essentially, I got a free Chick-fil-A sandwich from that part. So then I was like, all right, what do you want next? Apparently, Chick-fil-A serves applesauce packets. Yes, they do in their kids' meals. Yeah, they in something like, I don't know if any of you have, there's a, a company that makes it called Go-Go Squeeze. That's where yes. I first saw like the pa pouches you, anyway. Yeah. So I got one of those. Then I got a small cup of ice. Nothing <laughs> in it, just a cup of ice. <laughs> and then he's like, all right, is there anything else you want? It's like, yeah, I want a one-count nugget. <laughs> On the Chick-fil-A menu, you can't see it. But you can order a singular nugget. Yes, you can. And so this kid, I had to explain to this kid how I knew about the one count Chick-fil-A nugget because it's not on the menu. And he was also like, I, I like, God bless this one kid because he was going along with it. And he was like, well, I like, yeah, I was telling people about it. like no one's ever ordered it before. <laughs> so he and I were having this conversation about. So I get my one count nugget. And so then it's like, oh, thank you. Have a great day. I then feel bad, not for the kid, but I go up to the next one. And there was someone who I used to work with at the <gasps> pool who was there like checking your orders and like ringing up pavements. Oh, no. And I had to try to keep a straight face oh. as she went through. All right. So you got a one count nugget, a gluten free bun, <laughs> an applesauce packet. I'm trying to keep a straight face. No. And so I end up doing it. I end up making it like, okay. And so anyway, get my order. I look at the receipt. Mm -hmm. A, they also, apparently they didn't give me my one count nugget. They gave me a four count nugget instead. Hmm. They end, I end up getting more in free stuff because I get a oh. full Chick-fil-A sandwich, a full thing of nuggets, all that. I get more taken off my receipt <laughs> than I do that I actually paid for it. Oh. So my gosh i can't guarantee that it works but if you want to get a free meal order a one count nugget you'll most likely get a four count i will i can tell you right now as someone who worked at chick-fil-a um the one count nugget was in a four count box because we do not have a one count box um and i'm sure that someone else received your one count nugget <laughs> don't tell me that <laughs> But that was my Chick-fil-A adventure, <laughs> needless to say. The boxes, yeah. They probably just got mixed up. But um, another fun fact yeah. is uh, you can order a full bag of ice for 99 cents. I should have gotten that. That would have been... All right, I'm going to... It's I'll on go the back, catering menu. I'll go back next time and ask for a full bag of ice for you 99 cents. You would. It's actually significantly more common than you would think. It's not very common, but it's... Okay. You know, summer summer months roll around. You get some people who are really warm, and so yeah, they just gotta you gotta cool off with a full bag of ice. I know what my summer plans are. So what's your what's your God moment for the week? So my God moment has to be serving Holy Thursday Mass. Like I've served my fair share of Holy Thursday Masses, i.e., I'm like one of the two servers at the CSC. But besides that, it was neat doing the incense in particular because oh. there was one thing is they had the procession like the mm -hmm. eucharistic procession and 
not only was it fun because I got to do the entire thing walking backwards, which is kind of fun because not only do I get to look at Jesus in the Eucharist the entire time, but mm-hmm. I also try to not either swing the thoroughfare or swing my body into people <laughs> sitting on chairs slash the tent that we had in the parking lot. <laughs> but I think being able to serve at the mass, like it was just such a unique experience, mm-hmm. like being able to help participate. And especially another thing I loved was like being able to interact. I'm putting that in air quotes for all of you at home <laughs> with the people who like at the washing of the feet, because a lot of them were RCIA students and just yes. being able to like see like, I don't know, almost like a radiation that was going on from them being there and participating in there. And so being able to kind of experience that firsthand was also like a God moment yeah. in and of itself. And so now I'd say that's my big God, but going off a of Holy week, yeah. cause I think that's going to be our like mode of discussion. For, oh, yeah. like, I mean, of course for, we haven't had an Easter episode. We haven't yet. had an Easter episode. So I think going forward, I don't like, how was your Holy week? I mean, like, what did you end up doing? Like, I'm sure we can go back and forth, but I think that's oh, kind yeah. of a good, like, lifting off point. Dude, yeah. Um, so, Holy Week was pretty awesome this year. I So, for the first time ever, yeah. I went to all of the Triduum Masses. Yes. I had thought, I honestly had it in my head before Holy Week started, before going to any yeah. of them. I was like, yeah, I've been to all of them at least once. And then I showed up to Holy Thursday and Good Friday, and I was like, I've never been to this before. That's- okay. You've never been to Holy Thursday? No. Oh, we haven't been Good Friday because of the God moment, but you haven't been to Holy Thursday either? No, I hadn't. Huh. I like, at least I, if I have, I have no memory of it and I okay. must have been like a kid, but um, my family's gone to the vigil before a See, couple times. I I mean, I have gone to a vigil because my mom got all her sacraments in there. Oh, cool. I don't remember it. Mm-hmm. So sorry, mom. I don't remember the Easter because <laughs> someone asked us like, have you been? It's like, I don't think I've been. I don't know what the Easter vigil's like because oh. I haven't, I don't remember anything that's gone on at one of those. Will Easter vigil all time coolest mass yes. of the year. Uh, okay. In my opinion, someone else is brother Conrad's probably going to have another cool mass that he knows more yeah, about. The but, mass on like oh my June 7th of like the higgity biggity (laughs) (laughs) the random mess that's just like really cool for x y and z reasons um no like oh my gosh the vigil is so cool because you start um you start outside of usually start outside of the church or it everything kind of starts outside of the church in this case because we were at the tent um we started kind of just over on the csc patio and it starts with like lighting the Easter candle and um, then everyone gets to pass around. Um, everyone has like little candles, like handheld cool. ones. Um, and um, you get to like one person lights a candle and then you kind of pass the flame around. You light each other's oh, that's candles. Cool. You walk in. Um, the lights are off through all of the readings. And I'm pretty sure it's during the Gloria because we don't sing the Gloria during Lent, right? No, we sang the Gloria once on Holy Thursday, and okay. then it's off. And we don't sing it during Lent. Yes, and then you sing it once on Holy Thursday. I'm sorry, point out liturgical stuff. Oh no, no, once on fine. Holy Thursday, and then of course not on Good Friday or anything yeah. like that. So yeah, um, I I'm pretty sure it's during the Gloria. All the lights, all the lights come back on. Oh, that's cool. It's it's so cool, and just like, oh, it's such a beautiful mass. And like it is tradition. Like you said, um, your mom received her sacraments mm-hmm. there. It's it's tradition for our CIA candidates to um be like baptized, confirmed, receive their first communion there, um, which was just like so, so cool to see and just like special and like experience um with them because that's just like such a beautiful moment. 
Um, I'm going to have to go next year. I mean, I've typically stood away from it because I'm one of those like loser people who's like, dang, Easter vigils like two and a half hours. <laughs> Not for me. Dude, it's so worth it. It's so worth it. So cool. I oh, Okay, wait. Before we continue, we should probably explain what the CSC setup for Holy Week was. Oh, for sure. Do you want do you want to take lead? Do you want me to take lead on that? Um, here I can start. You can just okay. you want to add in. So pretty much, uh, because of COVID restrictions, uh, we can usually I think we can only have like forty five people yeah, in the chapel. Forty five to fifty people, or something, something like, like that. that. Um, in like a regular mass. Um, but of course, because it's Holy Week, it's Easter. Um, we wanted to get as many people to mass as we possibly could. And obviously like thir- Holy Thursday, Good Friday, um, we're not gonna like have, I guess, Holy Thursday mass and Good Friday, not mass. Um, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, it's not like we're going to have a whole bunch of them throughout the day. Yeah. We just have one service. Wow. Um, and so instead of doing stuff in the chapel, the CSC rented essentially a giant tent, like the kind that you'd have like a wedding reception underneath. Yeah, that sounds about um, right. And so because of that, we were able to fit um, significantly more people. I think it was like 100, 100 yeah. something like that, um, which was just like so cool. And so everyone was like set up on chairs outside. We were able to like space out both mostly underneath the tent. There was a couple outside. Um, and then just, yeah, the altar was outside right. just behind the CSC. Um, yeah, it was really cool. I'm going to throw in one more. I have no idea if anyone who set up this tent is listening to this, but one problem with the CSC parking lot is that when it rains, there's a creek, essentially a creek (laughs) slash stream that goes through the middle of the parking lot. And the people were able to divert because it was raining. Even Mm -hmm. I know on Holy Thursday, I don't know if it was on Good Friday as well, but they were able to mitigate that like problem. So I was like, bravo to the people that were there. Bravo that we were able to get up hundred people because it also allowed us to have music yes that was huge was that for the first time in forever like i don't know really since last year in terms of masses here that we've been able to have music and so Mm -hmm. that was beautiful that kind of the outside setup allowed us to like do that yeah it made holy thursday great Mm -hmm. in addition because holy thursday was cold (laughs) <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know about you, but when I was serving, I was trying to like <laughs> rub my hands together a whole bunch because I, I have to, my fingers have to be nimble to do servery things. Yes. And so like, anyway, that's a completely different tangent, <laughs> but it was super cool that it was, you were able to get so many people yes. there because it almost seemed like a normal Holy Thursday. I mean, yeah. I was only there for Holy Thursday because I went back home for good friday and for easter but Mm -hmm. from at least the holy thursday standpoint it was beautiful to be able to have like that mass going on yeah no it was it was awesome and then um what was also really cool is right before um right before holy week or i guess it was during holy week but right before holy thursday on that wednesday father conrad kind of gave a talk um about kind of like the triduum masses oh my gosh okay if anyone has not was not able to make it or was not able to watch it live it is on the catholic terps youtube channel would highly recommend going to watch it because like going into holy holy week he just kind of talked about like a bunch of the symbolism behind um the liturgy and everything like that it was just really really cool to kind of like listen to and learn about it was a lot of stuff i hadn't like known before or paid attention to before 
um yeah yeah i'm gonna throw in there a by or at least our bible study this week went over like some of that like the biblical stuff Mm -hmm. and i got my mind blown because i don't know i figured out context like i figured out that the mass was a prayer when i was like 18 or 19 when it clicked (laughs) to me that we did like the father son holy spirit at the beginning and at the end and at one time after we did at the end i'm like oh it makes so much sense (laughs) but anyway we're going through bible study it was our what is it the garden the agony in the garden scene the bible and then there was like does anyone know like why or like what's so significant about this and i was like reese came up with like Jesus prayed for an hour. So that's where we get the holy hour from. And I'm like, oh my goodness gracious, golly. <laughs> like, I didn't recognize that until I was like, that's why it's a holy hour. So, like, a holy 45 minutes or something. Like, that's <laughs> where it comes from. And I'm like, this is amazing. Like, I don't know. It's something that, like, I knew holy hours existed since mm-hmm. forever, but. I actually got to realize why it's an hour, like why yeah. that's the specific time frame. Like, mm-hmm. and I was like, my goodness, like that. I don't know. That was a revelation to me going into the, go, or going through Holy Week. Dude. Yeah. It was, he like, Father Conrad just like shared a bunch of stuff about like, just like, okay. In, as part of his talk, he shared about like a pilgrimage and like the writings of a woman who like went on a pilgrimage in the Holy Land and like, oh, listening to like the stories about that and like going to pray in the garden of Gethsemane and like, like walking, literally walking with Jesus. Um, and just like, I don't know. I never thought about the Triduum before as literally walking with Jesus. Um, because yeah, like, like he talks about in that, um, it's like one continuous liturgy because from the time good, um, Holy Thursday mass starts, you don't ever end the mass until the end of the Easter vigil. It's true. Um, and so like, it is one giant liturgy of like you spending three days, like walking with Jesus through the passion, which is just like, ah, yeah, I feel like just this year in general, like I've just learned so much about the Easter tree that I never would have like thought of before. Mm -hmm. Like the one continuous mass, same thing. I was like, I never recognized that until Mm -hmm. like hearing like, this is why Yes. We do it and all that whatnot. And it was, I don't know. I feel like that in of itself is just mm-hmm. like such a revelation to things. It's just good to know like the inside. Because I feel like it allows to bring out more like the beauty of like God mm-hmm. throughout all this. It's like, hey, yes, you actually know the why behind all this versus, oh, I'm just doing this thing. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Also, also I'm going to highlight the, what is it, Ultra of Repose. Oh my uh, here gosh, at the CSC. yes. I was so beautiful with like all, uh, I've never seen it done. I don't want to say it's Eastern Orthodox, like with all the different candles just scattered mm-hmm. throughout. Like I've never seen something like that before, but I thought that that was so cool yes. to have there. Just like all the, like all the candles and whatnot. And A, it's also the first time where I feel like I found more of the significance of what the altar of repose like actually mm-hmm. means and stands for. And so having that as well just made like that time, especially transitioning into Good Friday, like just such an experience, like extra experience yeah. to have on there as well. Yeah. No, I completely agree. Oh, everything was just so good. A little bit. This is a little bit less of a serious question. I guess it could be a serious question, depending on how you answer it. But do you um, you said you were home with your family. Um, do you guys have any Easter traditions um, or do you have any like favorite Easter traditions? traditions. 
trying to think through. We talking about Easter proper, i.e., Sunday, or are we talking about like Holy Week? I guess Holy Week traditions. Um, I guess it's up to you. I'm trying to think of because big tradition that we have is watching the Passion on Good Friday. Like, of course, but I think for Easter. It's it's interesting and yet funny at the same time. I have a younger brother who's nine, and so we still do a little egg hunt in the oh. morning, and it is, it is great. Although it's a little bit of because what is it? There's a huge disconnect because I have an older brother who's a couple years older than I am. I'm 21. Mm-hmm. Okay. My sister's four years, so she just turned 18, and then my younger youngest brother is nine, <laughs> and so there's like, essentially you're out there, and there's like three college age kids. <laughs> and one nine-year-old collecting eggs, which is beautiful. <laughs> and I try I try to make it, like, difficult for myself. So at this point, I wasn't able to end up doing it because I was dressed in a suit and didn't want to ruin it. But Fair. I challenged my brother that I would hop on one foot the entire <gasps> Easter egg hunt. And I'm disappointed that we weren't able to do it because how things lined up, it was pretty much like get done, go to mass. Fair. But I would say that that's my big tr- – typically we do a big meal, although this Easter – uh, we end up making sushi for Easter dinner. You know, the oh. classic, you know, you have lamb, you, know. you have mashed potatoes, and then you have sushi over <laughs> here in its own realm. And so typically we have a big Easter dinner, but I think it's due to me not being able to eat lamb because I die a horrible death. Uh, that, yeah. I think, was the transition for that change. But Makes sense. I would say that that's, I would say that that's kind of my family's Easter tradition. How about you? Um. Okay, well, definitely, we also watch um, The Passion, um, either on Holy Thursday or Good Friday. Um, when I watch it with my dad, he tries to watch it on Holy Thursday, but it doesn't always happen. But I will say, The Egg Hunt, my family also still does that. Let's go! However, the difference is, is that the youngest of the three of us is 16. Um, but you know what? It's honestly just kind of fun. Um, it's just a good time. It usually ends up in my like family just downstairs kind of laughing about something together um or like trying to find an egg that we think my dog might have eaten um (laughs) but yeah so i'd say that is kind of like an activity tradition um we also have food traditions as well um my mom's side of the family is uh polish and so every easter we have um like pierogies, kielbasa, stuff like that. Oh, I love. Can I? Am I allowed? Can I eat pierogies? I'm asking you this because I don't remember um, what's in pierogies. It, it's noodles. It's like, or not noodles, but it's like a pasta y material on the outside and potato in the middle. Okay, then that's a yes. Yes. You can have them with cheese, or you can get them without cheese well, in the middle. I usually eat the without without cheese. Okay. Um, you got to fry them in a little bit of um, like either butter or like olive oil, Ooh. and then like onions in there. Nice. Ooh. 10 out of 10. Nice. Um, but yeah, so we did uh, kibasa and progies from like my mom's side of the family. And then my dad's side of the family tends to go like like more like ham, peas, mashed potatoes. Okay, like traditional. That side of things. Um, and so we did like the ham and the peas. Um, and so we had a little bit of both this year, um, which is really fun. And so, yeah, it was just it was just my family this year. But but yeah, that's so cool. Yeah, it's sad to see, like, not having, like, extended family come down. Because mm-hmm. I feel like that's one of, like, the biggest and best parts of Easter is having family come down. But, hey, uh, as of now, 
everyone, at least in Maryland, can get their COVID vaccine. So you know? it's kind of a beginning of the end. <laughs> Hopefully by next year, everything will be – everything's not back to normal next year. I'm going to be real sad. Like, I don't <laughs> I don't know a world in which that wouldn't happen, but I'm just putting it out there in advance that I will be sad if this comes around next year and things haven't changed. <laughs> you know? Check back in in exactly a year from now. Maybe Uh, we'll have Will back as a guest on the podcast to give us an update. What are you on here for? Can you update us on how you're (laughs) feeling during this Easter time with the changing climate? Oh, yeah, I'd love to. (laughs) Uh, That'll be good. Good. That'll be good. I'm excited. Mm -hmm. How are we doing on time? Um. We're getting close to the end. we got a couple, maybe a minute or two left. Okay. Let's see if I can find. Oh, I, I do have a pop fire question. Oh, what's your favorite Easter candy? Oh, oh, um, it could be like a top two or three if you can't really decide. Okay, favorite jelly bean, Starburst jelly beans by far, <sighs> superior. No. Um, if you say Jelly Belly, you're wrong. Um, <laughs> see, I see. I want to go is that. I do love the Starburst. I like the gel. See, the Starburst ones I love because I can just have like a little handful. Yeah. And it tastes great. Jelly Belly, I love the diversity in flavors, but okay. I can't do the same thing. Okay. I cannot pop in a handful of those because I'm <laughs> going to get like cinnamon glazed donut and black licorice in one like mouthful. <laughs> and that's not good. So I like lean both ways because okay. I like the diversity in flavors, but the Starburst ones are the best for just like. You just want to have some jelly. You don't have to like pick through the jelly beans <laughs> to decide which one you want. Fair. And then um, otherwise, ooh, um, I'm, I'm gonna say I'm just like kind of a classic chocolate bunny person. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not a huge sweets person actually, okay. but I'd say if I were to pick one, chocolate bunny, ooh, or those like kind of little Cadbury egg M M&M and M things. Yeah, how'd that go? You're supposed to make cookies. You told us last year you were making cookies with um, those. Yes. So I planned to make cookies, and then um, after Holy Sa- Holy Saturday? After Saturday, after the vigil mass, oh. when we were breaking the fast, um, I ate a bunch of the chocolate chips. And so I still <laughs> have not made them yet because I ate my supplies. Uh, We'll get we'll get around to it eventually. I still had the Cadbury eggs, but how about you? What's your favorite Easter candy? I'd say gel. I put jelly beans as well as number okay. one. I'm also I'm a huge fan of like Reese's, the chocolate Ooh. peanut butter combo. Okay, yeah. And so the problem for me is when it comes to that, I have no self control. So they had like a Reese's like or Easter bunny, basically a chocolate bunny essentially, but it was filled with the Reese's stuff. Mm. And I'm not joking that like lack of self-control I had eating that <laughs> thing was really bad totally fine. but I'd say I'm gonna put those as my top two those are good choices. choices good choices but yeah I feel like I could fire a whole bunch more like pop questions to and fro but I think we're running out of time for probably this we're getting week. we're getting just about 30 minutes it's or a little over 30 minutes this week so perfect there we go But yeah, well, thank you everyone for joining us. It's always great to talk with y'all and we will see y'all next Wednesday. See you guys. See ya.